0: Join us every week for a lighthearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane.
1: Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get
0: your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.
2: But I was always going on dates and I was always talking to somebody, just always kind of entertaining somebody else other than just 120% Kylie Roman.
0: Thought I'd try and say your name differently. Carling. No, I said Michelle. I know, and now I'm saying it back to you in oh. a weird way.
1: Hello. Happy Tuesday. Oh yeah,
0: sure. Hola.
1: Um my new boss asked if anybody ever calls me Carl. <laughs> and I was like, no, not to date. And she was like, hmm. I'm like, I mean, like I'm open to trying it. She's like, I just shortened everybody's name. And I was like, Yeah, I I don't know, you can try. I just don't know if it'll stick. I don't tell know. her that you want her to call you Ling. I mean, I guess that's the other option. Yeah, Arl, Arling, Arl.
0: I don't know. You can't really shorten my name. No, not really. In like a natural. Did you tell her that you used to be Carly? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then I realized there was too many Carlys, and I wanted to be unique. And You're
0: so not a Carly. I know. Like at all. I was
1: embarrassed to be a unique name. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, but here we are. It was a little we name both trauma survived for you. <laughs> our first week of back to school. Yeah. Our first week of my new job. Yeah. My brain feels a little bit less dead today.
0: Good. I barely survived the first week of your new job, but that's fine. <laughs> well, because you also matter. had two kids' birthdays. I had two kids. I had three kids' birthdays. Three. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. wild. I We had a birthday on the third, and then the twins on the fourth. Poor Julia. Well, she's fine. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Get over it. <laughs> she's fine. My God. her b- That's going to be the title of her book. They said she's fine. Yeah. She wasn't. A Story <laughs> by Julia. Um, <laughs> Who are we interviewing today? Today's episode is Kylie. Kylie. So Kylie is a host on Virgin Radio in Calgary. Yeah. And she's also doing some really cool work with um, iHeartRadio now has an LGBTQ plus... Radio station. Yeah, I'm so simple. I can't figure out how to get it though. Do I just download the iHeartRadio app? Download the iHeartRadio app. Let me teach you. But it's not like a. It's not on the radio. Like I can't dial in in my car. No,
0: I don't believe so. Maybe we'll ask her. (laughs) I'm such a (laughs) noob. Um, Um,
1: Yeah, but we reached out to her because we also interviewed one of her colleagues, Josie, from a few weeks back. And she made a post about, um, like going on a run, and you know she just recently ended a relationship, and she's sort of on this journey of realizing, like, oh, you gotta love yourself, and yeah, you gotta absolutely. take care of yourself, yeah. and um, I just thought that was really cool. And she's funny, and um, yeah. And then she said she had some other stories too to tell about, like how she got into broadcasting. And- yeah.
0: So we're gonna chat with her and see what she has to say, and. Yeah, I feel yeah. like our
1: intros have gotten so short. Look at us go. What did we used
0: to talk about? Our boring lives. Did you guys like hearing about our boring lives, or would you rather us just get get to the facts? Yeah,
1: tell us. Do you want shorter intro? Like, is this style intro good? Do you want us to... Die? I'm going to have to go back and listen. Yeah. We talked about... I don't know. It was in the middle of the pandemic. What did we talk about? <laughs> I don't know.
0: It was so long ago.
1: <laughs> well, like six months ago,
0: we had stories. It's true.
1: But yeah. today, um... no,
0: I don't know. I don't know. What today I'm... we have no stories. We have no stories. So we're just, gonna listen just... to Kylie's story. We're gonna listen
1: to Kylie's story and um, okay, let's call Kylie.
0: All right.
2: Hello, Kylie. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm just living the dream. It's sunny here in YYC, so I can't complain.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm in
2: Winnipeg this week, and it's not so sunny. It's hot, but it's really cloudy. I mean, I just feel like maybe this is my negative connotation with Winnipeg. I just feel like (laughs) it's kind of like that anyways. (laughs) It
1: It can be really... It's just humid. It's so... Flipping humid here. Even when it's like overcast, it feels so humid, moist.
2: I was gonna say yeah. moist, but I was like,
0: I don't want to say it. I don't want to be the one. Well, Kylie, you you know you're from you're from Toronto, right?
2: No, I'm actually from Vancouver. Oh, you are okay, but you lived in Toronto yeah. for a while. Yeah, I've okay. been in Vancouver, been in Toronto, been everywhere actually. So yeah,
0: well, I I was raised in Ontario, and it's just like humid city over there. Like it's ridiculous how hot it gets in the summer
2: yeah she's spicy and you get drenched
0: and everything it's uh, not fun you like oh. stick to the hands and yeah
2: <laughs>
1: exactly I do I appreciate the dry heat of Calgary
2: yeah it's nice it doesn't mess with you and you get a tan yeah like instantly almost it's perfect we interviewed uh your not co-host
1: but your I don't know colleague. fellow your what colleague
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess you're
1: calling um, <laughs> Josie, and she had a crazy story. And then we also follow you on Instagram. Um, and so we've been like stoked to talk to you too, because you post really candidly about like stuff that you go through. And um,
2: yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Josie, who's Josie? I don't know who that is. I <laughs> don't <laughs> you know. Like, little thing, adorable. No, she's, she's great. She's actually one of my best friends. And, yeah. uh, yeah she's super lovely, just like I don't know one of the best humans ever so super lovely human and yeah, thank you for t- taking the time to read those posts. I know they get a little lengthy sometimes, but thank you <laughs>
1: no, I really love it, and you're doing a lot of really important work, like in the l g b t q plus community, and um, yeah, I just love it. We just want to like amplify your voice, so um, thank for- you, yeah. Um, But one of the stories that we were interested that we were talking about was sort of like your journey to becoming a radio host. Is that the best way to call it? A producer? A host?
2: A host? A personality? Some people say DJ. I don't really care. I'm (laughs) Kylie Roman. You can call me whatever you want. Just my name is cool too. I don't, it's, yeah, personality, whichever.
1: Yeah. So I don't know what I'm interested in hearing the story about, like how you came to be here on the radio because um, it's kind of not a direct path. This wasn't what you had originally signed up for.
2: No, not at all. Actually, um, if you would have asked me oh, six years ago, if I thought I'd even be close to here, it wouldn't be the case because I was in school for psychology for four years before this. Wow. So yeah. So well, I ended that's up a um, commitment. That's that not is. just that's like a... I tried it for a year and I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Well, it was never about not loving it. That was the thing. I loved it. Oh. Like I genuinely loved it if things for some reason didn't pan out with radio I would probably go back and finish and get my PhD or something like that like wow, I really enjoyed it yeah I thoroughly thoroughly loved it but um I remember being at school one day do you remember the much music VJ search yes yes okay so I was sitting at school one day and it was like the last year of the VJ search and the the bus drove by that had the uh, the VJ search like advertisement on it. And I don't know why I was just sat there and I was like, I could do that job. Like I could do that. This is something I want to do. And at the time I was dating somebody who lived in Toronto and I just really was like, maybe I just, I don't know, should go to Toronto, move there for her and just exist and I don't know, maybe possibly get into something later. Oh, wow. So I finished school. I finished that semester, did all of my exams that just, I don't know, psychology exams or something else, let me tell you. Oh really, <laughs> like, man. Yeah, there was a lot of courses. Like, I don't know, I had to take some biopsychology thing, and I was just not with statistics. Like, it was not fun, let me tell you. Oh, man. I did not thrive at those. Yeah, but so then <laughs> – Finished that semester of psych, moved to Toronto uh, for my girlfriend at the time. And this was like, I guess, seven years ago now, six, seven years ago. I was just like super in love. That did not pan out. No, No, it's so fine. Like, honestly, everything that happens in life, truly believe is for a reason and a blessing yeah. in disguise, because if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have moved back and taken broadcasting. Yeah, totally.
0: So sorry. Did you, um, was it an online yeah. relationship and you moved there or had you met her previously before?
2: Oh, okay. No, no, no. We met, we met previously before actually I was working. Do you remember when I said that I've lived everywhere a yeah. little bit yeah. <laughs> So, to, for school, actually, I would go move around uh, places in Canada to go like pay for my tuition. So I lived on this place called Pender Island. Oh, before the summer, before I went to Toronto, um, and I was just serving there, making tuition and everything. Cause it's like, I don't know, when you're a student, you can't really travel. Yeah. So that was kind of my like travel, have fun, make money. So I met her there. Oh. And then we fell in love. <laughs> and I was her first girlfriend. So oh. that was also a very tumultuous hurdle. She was not out by any means. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's right. (laughs) Um, But then we kept the relationship going for a year. And then I decided, hey, I'm just gonna like, drop school, Uh, finish my exams, dropped school, didn't do summer semester or anything, moved to Toronto for her lived in her this is kind of an interesting story lived in the apartment with her that her parents were renting out in the second bedroom was where her brother lived. And then I was living with her in the other bedroom, but like her parents thought we were just friends <laughs> oh, no. in the same bedroom, sharing the same bed. So. Oh
0: my gosh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that whole thing was interesting in itself. Um, but it's okay. Like everyone takes their time to come out and everything. And that's just everyone's own separate journey and comfortability. Um, but then we broke up, it went down, like in relationships. Like I feel like something always does. And, um, and then I was like, what am I going to stay in Toronto for? Like, I know I was like looking at this bus and being like, I could do this, you know, like having that flashback, looking at this VJ search, like advertisement on this bus being like, I could do this. I was like, shit, I'm going to, yeah. And I'm I'm like, I'm going to go back home to Vancouver, figure my stuff out and uh and go and try to get into broadcasting school wow and so yeah so it was like
0: can I sorry I just I'm wondering if you've always kind of had this type of personality where it's like yeah I'm gonna try for that and yeah I'm gonna move here for that and I find that so interesting because I feel like I'm so terrified of everything um but it just seems like you are so like gung-ho to just try whatever. And and by your personality, it just seems like you're so outgoing and adventurous.
2: Have you always thank, been like that? Thank you. I really appreciate yeah, that. No, um, no, I don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's funny when you say outgoing and adventurous, because to me, I was just so suppressed and scared to be who I was for so long because I didn't come out I was like 20. Oh, wow. Or 19. So when you're saying like adventurous and outgoing and everything, like I wasn't living my life for so long. So maybe that attributed to me being like, okay, screw it. Let's just like start doing things and living life. Yeah. 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 If that makes oh, sense. For sure.
0: There's like just that probably such a freedom in that, right? Just like becoming yes. who you are and then just going for it.
2: Yeah. I kind of went balls to the wall once I came <laughs> out. For lack of a better word. Am I allowed to say that? Can I say that? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, then then I moved back to Vancouver and I was just kind of like, let's do the damn thing. Mm -hmm. So started taking part-time courses at BCIT because I couldn't get into the full time semester yet. This The um, fall semester had already started. And then I met a radio host from The Peak, which is a radio station in Vancouver. And we were chatting and she was like, well, what do you want to get into? Do you want to get into radio and stuff? And I was like, yes, actually. So then she kind of set me up with their promotions coordinator, which is like the person, you know, when you see people on the street and they're just like, hey, here's, you know, a sticker for the station. (laughs) or Here's what's going on. Yeah. So I ended up getting a job doing that, being a street team member. That's awesome. And then, yeah, and it was kind of cool because, like, I got to start my way from literally, like, grassroots, just, like, work my way up. That's the best way, know? I think, like, just to,
1: yeah, start at the bottom and, like, try all the different roles while you climb up. Well, it just really humbled
2: me, too, I think. Yeah,
0: and then you and then you kind of have the like, I've tried it all, I've
2: done it all, like because I think you can then say like, I don't know, I think it gives you a little bit more like validity and credibility yes. and everything too. Like you've gone through all of the steps. You know, you know, you know, yeah, not just how to turn a microphone on and take calls and edit and you know, I don't know, be the personality. You just you you know things from the ground up. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. And, and yeah, and you've done the grind, right? Like you've done the grind and mm-hmm. you can say I've done it. And now, um, yeah, like you have more validity in the position that you're in because you've been able to grind like all the way there.
2: Absolutely. And I think like, just going back to the humbling thing too, like it just like totally humbled me because I don't think that any job is below me. Right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, if that makes sense, like I'll never sit there and be like, mm not, no, not going to put up a banner roll or anything like, what? Like, no, just, it. I don't know if that means anything to you when I say oh, yeah. it, but like, just like decorate or just like, put like, if you're having an event, like help, help someone tear down. Like it really takes two seconds to ask like, yeah, do you need help? I don't know. Maybe cause I've been in that position and I know it was kind of Kind of crappy at times when it was just you and nobody was helping you, and you needed a little bit of
0: help. Everything is just an experience, right? Like you can have uh, an important experience doing all of those things, and then you can show that you're a team player and that you're gonna dive in no matter what the job is. Oh, Hundo P. So when you
1: went home and you like, did you have? I don't know what your relationship with your family was like, but we were like, "Hey, family, I know I just went four years and became a psychologist." Now I'm going to
2: go become a radio host. Well, like, I mean, I would, like, I didn't finish Psych. Right. So I didn't get to quite finish that. Um, But I do have, like, a a degree in it. But, like, no, my mom, (laughs) I think they were just really stoked that I found something that they also knew I would be decent at. There's literal. Yeah. There's videos of me like as a kid (laughs) and watching them after it all kind of just like makes sense. My mom's trying to take baby videos of my brother. Okay. Like he's being cute, (laughs) existing, just born, um, eating food for the first time, eating solid food or whatever. And there is me, being like, mom, put the camera on me. I'm like, look what I can do. I like start doing a dance. I'm like, oh, you're ruining your brother's moment. This is time to die. <laughs> like... oh, so I awesome. think to them, it just kind of, yeah. I think that it just kind of made sense to them, and they were really stoked. Yeah, they were just it, more than anything. They were just really happy for me that I was figuring out something that I loved and wanted to really follow my dream. Like it was my dream. Why did you go into psychology? Like, what was sort of in, what inspired you to do that? So my my mom actually, I think I always wanted to do broadcast. To be honest with you, like I remember vividly having this conversation with my mom when I was really young, being like, "I want to grow up to be Barbara Walters." Yeah, and my mom was like, "That's that's really hard." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, that is that is really hard." And I was still in school, and like I was pretty decent at school, like. Like book smarts, I don't know, you just, you read a book, you in, ingest it and somehow, some way it just like really resonated with me. So I was pretty, pretty decent at that. And I was really decent at psychology. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I thoroughly enjoyed going to class every day, psych class and every day, because you could take that in grade 12, like intro to psychology yeah. and just learning about it. And I also wanted to help people um, because I was dealing with an eating disorder. Okay. And I really wanted to like specialize in eating disorders. Like that was really important to me. Oh, wow. So I think that's why I wanted to kind of go that route and help. And like, I've always just wanted to be a helper, if that makes any type of sense. So that was, that was why the psychology route went the way it did. Wow.
1: And I think, I don't know, like, do you think some of it plays... A role in how you do your job now? Like I think there is kind of a psychology aspect. You know, you're talking with people all day. Um, and yeah, I don't know. What do you think?
2: 120%. Yeah, absolutely. From probably probably from doing psychology to being a server to like now a radio host, like everything just kind of like was all encompassing and has helped and has worked together, you know, with people skills. Yeah if anything, like learning how to read a room and also learning, you know, a little bit of people's boundaries and learning like what to expect and not to expect from people and really realistically not to expect too much. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I think it definitely all plays into knowing how to speak to people Mm -hmm. if that makes sense no it totally does
0: I also really I like what you were saying about your um your mom kind of embracing and being I don't know that you were going into broadcasting and really understanding uh and being happy about that because you found something that you love and I think as a parent that's all you want for your kids you want them to be happy in their career in their life and find something that gives them that passion I mean and I guess I can't speak for all parents because I know that there are also parents who want to push their kids in a certain direction. But um, I just remember my husband always saying, you know, it's so important to find out what your kids are good at and what they love and encourage them um, in that way, because in the end, it's going to make them happy.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like I know um, my dad, like one of his things he, he taught me growing up. Was just like if your job is your hobby, you'll never work a day in yes, your life. Yes, I. You know, and that money will follow. Like when you're good at what you do, like the money will just follow, yeah. right? So, yeah. I was really lucky that way. Oh, I feel. that's awesome! So
1: you ended up doing how long is the broadcasting program?
2: Two years. It was like two very intense years of my life. Like I think I lost half of my eyebrow because I rubbed it from stress. <laughs> so much. I'm not lying, though. I'm not lying. Oh no. Like yeah, it was 9 courses per semester or something oh, like that. Like wow. it was Yeah, and then working full-time job and then also like interning at the radio station as well as street team. Like there was just a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> and then what
1: what yeah. what is sort of like the job trajectory
2: once you graduate from that? So, I guess it depends what you want to do really. Yeah. Um, you know, you could go into sales, you can go into creative, which is writing commercials. You can go into production, which is producing commercials. You can go into on air, which is what I do. Um, and did you know you wanted to do that? Oh Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I was on the camera taking my brother's spotlight.
0: <laughs> like, if someone doesn't bring me a microphone yes.
2: right now. Yeah. I was so obnoxious, so annoying. I literally got detention every day. I'm not even exaggerating, like, not to be dramatic, but I got detention every single day when I was in school for talking. Oh, my, God. Oh my gosh. My always. mom always reminds me that so. my
0: report card comments were always, uh, Michelle. Uh, is very talkative she disturbs the other students it was always like we had to put her in the hall because she wouldn't stop talking and I was like oh my god
2: oh my god okay first of all just a side note here like I can't believe teachers were allowed to do yeah (laughs) like yeah I know Uh, like
1: you'd have to be rated on a scale I don't know they always have these like scales now and letters and Yeah, Yeah, they can. They really have
0: not a lot of power. That's for sure. When it comes to disciplining. I mean, my dad used to get the strap in school. Could you imagine now? Like,
2: No, (laughs) no. And like, I, I just, I don't know. Sorry. I'm laughing because I'm remembering a story now of me getting stuck outside because I got pushed, like put outside, but yeah, like the strap and and getting put outside, yeah. I don't know, like, couldn't y'all come up with some better discipline? <laughs> oh. no, it's made for really good storytelling oh. now. That's why we're so funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, I mean, It's that trauma bonding yeah. we were talking yeah.
2: about. Before. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so then once you graduated and you were doing the street team promo work, um, where did your mm-hmm. career take you from there? Or life, I guess. Where did life take you?
2: So it was really cool, actually. When I was in school, I had the opportunity to um, do the street team stuff. But then I. Do you want the full story of how I ended up like getting to get on air and everything? Yeah. Do do you want that? Okay. I think so. (laughs) So when I was on street team, there's this thing in in BC called Squamish Music Festival. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah. So the radio station I was working for at the time, Um, there were like big part of it and everything. And we had a big tent set up and there was no, there was no one at our tent for a second there. So I was like, I'm just going to grab the mic. And I just started like freestyle rapping. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and then my boss at the time came up and she was like, Hey, that was really good. I was like, Oh, thanks. Um, so then I was like, talking to a friend in the industry. And he was like, dude, he was like, she heard you rap. She's like, you have to make a rap and give it to her about how you want to be on air. That's incredible. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay. okay. So I did that. And she was like, this is awesome. Cool. Started um, letting me work with the morning show and training me in the little voice track booth, which is like practice on air was what she was like, essentially teaching me. And then I started, you know, I moved up from doing street team. I would still do that every so often, but I would work with the morning show before school. And I was like a third party with them. And then I got the chance actually January 1st, like right after New Year's Eve, I guess. What is that? New Year's Day? Yeah. Yeah. She gave me the chance to like be on air in Vancouver because I guess I'd been like practicing and so that was like really, really cool. And, um, yeah, so that's, I guess how I kind of got to be on air for the first time. And then, after like having that opportunity and working with the morning show, I uh, the, the day, or two, maybe two days before I graduated graduated BCIT, like broadcasting school. I found out that I got a job I applied for in Kelowna to do the weekend swing position. So then after graduation, went to Kelowna, started doing radio, and then two years after that, got the job here in Calgary for evenings, and the rest is kind of history. Wow. And how do you find, I don't know, How do, I always wonder when you have your
1: own solo show, do you think that's easier or harder than like a morning show where there's
2: multiple hosts with, that have banter. To be honest, I feel like it depends on the person. Yeah. Because I love. Like my show really love to do a lot of interaction. So, you know, it's not it's not my show, it's our show. It's it's Calgary's show, right. mm-hmm. you know so to have to have listeners call in and pipe in about a topic uh that's like really important to me um but i don't know if i'd be able to do a morning show with banter that's just like such a different ball game and i don't mean not able to do it just like i'm so used to being able to control you know the board by myself, being able to have creative freedom by myself and not run it past anybody. Yeah. I'm just, it's just something I'm not used to. So to me, I prefer this because low key, I'm a little bit of a control freak <laughs> <laughs> creatively, creatively. Because then it's kind of like, oh, do you like my idea, Kylie? Yeah, Kylie, I like your <laughs> idea. Let's That's right with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. I was going to ask you. I think it's really cool when it comes of
0: to when it comes to uh, your creative freedom during your shows. Are there? Is mm-hmm. it kind of like okay, this is what I'm going to do today. This is what we're the topics we're going to talk about. Or, and is that all on you? Or are there guidelines? Are there kind of places where they steer you to to kind of talk about what does that look like?
2: Like there's low key SNL writers behind the screens for us. <laughs> no. Like, like, is that no. what you? <laughs> I, like, yes. I was like, I wish. <laughs> I no. guess that means, like, your no, no, that no.
0: you're you're talking about on the radio, um, or if you're, because I've heard like some of the hosts will like call people, or they'll bring up yes. certain topics or questions or leading questions to to have people call in. Are those all off the top of your head? Like, that's what?
2: Oh, like prepared yeah. or um, no, no, no. Those are definitely prepared. Like, we sit and pre. Like, I think people a lot of the times think that we're on air for the four or five hours that we're on air and that's just it. But there's so much preparation that goes behind it. Like, you know, you'll sit before your show and you'll prepare and you'll plan what you want to talk about. What's topical. Like, what are you, what are people talking Mm -hmm. about that day? That's what, you know, you're bringing to the table. And how can I talk about that in a different way than the other 72,000 radio hosts (laughs) in the city and make it interesting to you and make you want to listen to the way I'm right. saying. yeah, it. yeah. So there, there's definitely a lot of preparation for that. There's, I think it's also like an all day ongoing thing. It's not just sitting down two or three hours before your show going, okay, this is what's going on in the world. Let's talk about it. It's like, I don't know, you'll notice walking down 17th something on the weekend and you'll be like, oh crap, I have to sit and write that in my notes because I need to talk about that. Right. Yeah.
0: So you're almost constantly doing like research uh, throughout the day yes. or throughout the week to kind of bring up
2: yeah for sure absolutely kind of like if it's interesting
1: that's why similar not? to me and michelle we're like oh like we'll be talking about something and i'm like oh i don't want to tell you yet i want to hear your reaction <laughs> when we're doing our intro uh, yeah and then remember to bring it up like while we're recording
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah and then get that like, organic reaction yeah. yeah
0: so we just don't talk anymore unless there's a microphone in front
2: <laughs> of us <laughs> that's why you got the push exactly. notifications yeah, yeah. on <laughs> I'm like, Um, wait,
1: wait, let me record this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So you had made a post recently about sort of um, the journey to loving yourself and sort of, I don't know, I don't want to like summarize it in the wrong way, but I thought it was really important. And I remember I wrote like, I know you don't know, but I'm just really proud of you because I did just feel so like, (laughs) yes, like more people need to need to go through that journey of like discovering how it is to like love yourself first. Um and so what kind of brought that on for you?
2: Yeah. So <laughs> I guess I guess the uh catalyst of that moment, I uh just got out of a really long-term relationship. And I don't know, I think I had to take a big step back and be like, "Okay, Kylie, what is going on here because you keep like dating people after people, like you kind of keep serial dating. It wasn't necessarily long-term relationships, but I was always going on dates and I was always trying to date somebody or I was, you know, talking to somebody, just always kind of entertaining somebody else other than just 120% Kylie Roman. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really had to take a step back and be like, why and what's going on? And because of these things, um, and not taking the time for yourself, are they kind of like infiltrating these relationships and is it impacting it positively, negatively, like neutrally, like what's going on here? So lately, um, because this relationship ended during quarantine, which was really like, that was rough. You know, you're living with your partner or your ex partner, um, going through quarantine. So did you guys
1: live together for a while after you broke up because of all this?
2: Mm, Yeah. For a couple months. So it was just like, yeah, it was really, really hard. Like really, really hard. Cause I also like, I, I did not expect it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's fine. Like, And it's, it is what it is and everything like that. And it's, you know, it's really funny when you think that, I think all of us can kind of contest the fact that like, when you think somebody is your whole entire existence in your world and your being, and you place so much on them because you haven't put that on yourself. You haven't been like, no, I'm my existence. I'm my entire being. Like I am the most important person. If that makes Uh any sense. So I think, um, I think taking a step back and kind of realizing that like, no, my whole world did not like hinge off of her happiness or hinge off of what was going on with her. Like I needed to realize like my own happiness and my thoughts and what I was doing at work and with my friends and how I was feeling like that's all on me. Like I have to sit and ask myself the hard questions you know, why do you, sorry, I feel like this is getting kind of con no, no, at this yeah. point.
0: Well, I think, I think it's um, so important that, you know, if, if you're in a relationship, it, you can get muddied up in all of it, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. really know where you end and where the other person begins. Your personalities can kind of mesh yes. and it's like, okay, who am I? What do I like? What do I want? what do i need how do i need to take care of myself right like to be able to kind of separate those two things is probably really difficult um and it's super important and i i feel like that as well like i was married for 11 years after losing my husband it's like and and i'm a mother of 5 and i'm like who am i though like what do i like and what do i mm-hmm. want to do and what makes me happy you know and and it's hard not to feel a little bit selfish when you're thinking that way but it's so important.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. You just smoked the nail on the <laughs> head right there. And I think that's, that's exactly what I was trying to say without going into like 30 different <laughs> thoughts of it. Sorry.
0: No, it's all good. Um,
2: but totally, like, I lost myself. Yeah. In the sense that, like, I've always just done that, though, like, because you're jumping from relationship to relationship or talking to somebody always, you know, like, you lose yourself. I don't know who Kylie yeah. Roman is. And that's why I'm excited to get to know her and to do things that I'm like, oh my God, I totally enjoy mm-hmm, doing this. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm starting to walk throughout the city at nighttime because Calgary is just so pretty. And like, I missed out on that for so long because I didn't take the time to like look inside myself and be like, what do yeah, I yeah, enjoy? Yeah. You know, you, like you said, you do these things for this person and you become so intertwined. Not that it's necessarily right. a bad thing, just like know your balance. No, you're nowhere, like you said, where you begin and they end and be two separate yeah, entities. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know?
1: I think I, that's like I think that's so, so admirable because you're like you're quite young, you're not 30 yet. And yes. <laughs> I think like so many people, you know, I look at even like my parents got divorced when I was, I don't know, like 15 or something. And That's when my mom had to learn that sort of lesson. And so I'm always just so impressed and proud of people who can go through a journey of self-discovery like that when they're young, like they're, you know, they've really realized it and they have so much more, I don't know. So, I don't know, so much more to give once they, once they learn about who they are, Mm.
2: I think absolutely a hundred percent, because at the end of the day, you do have so much more to give because you actually genuinely have taken the time to look inside yourself and be like, Hey, this is who yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah. Not just chameleoning, is that even a word? <laughs> chameleoning into, into somebody else. And, yeah. And what they like and, and their, you know, thoughts and feelings. Cause I think at the end of the day too, you kind of adapt those yeah. as well. Like, and, And when you
0: have somebody in your life that does that, that really takes the time to figure out who they are, you can just see almost like the freedom on them, like how they feel and how they've just become, I don't know, just more alive, you know, that they can just more alive and more confident that they are coming into who they really are. It's just a really cool feeling to, to see somebody kind of evolve like that
2: yeah yeah absolutely
0: do you feel like I I feel like we
1: I don't know are we considered the same generation if you're what are you 29 I'm 36 we're not the like millennial. Yeah. Maybe it's a millennial thing, but I feel or like You're like
0: geriatric millennial and you're like millennial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've never related to any title no. so hard in my
2: life. I'm a geriatric millennial. Oh my god. Um,
1: but I really feel like <laughs> our parents grew up in this sort of like like you finish school, you get married, you have kids, you buy the house, you do like and so these this this millennial group of people we're sort of on the tail end of that. And, and I think we have this pressure, but we're, I think we're breaking out of that, the stereotype, but we have this pressure to sort of like, I don't know, partner up, buy a house, have the Mm -hmm. kids, you know, Mm-hmm. It, I don't know I just feel like because I remember being in high school thinking like okay I mean like I married a man by accident this pressure, just the internal dialogue I had from like society just telling me like okay like I'm done school so now the next thing is this and then this and then this um and to really break the mold and I think there's more people within our millennial group that are really taking the time to be like okay no but but who am I? And what do I bring to the table? And, you know, who can I meet that meets my needs at the same hand? I don't know, it's it's kind of nice. There's like something liberating about it.
2: I will totally agree with that. Because I notice more too, like, off the heels of all of that and figuring yourself out. I think, you know, therapy has also become more prevalent. And more people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to therapy and learning more about myself. And you know, learning to kind of smash down the walls of my trauma and really get into that and just being more emotionally intelligent yes. all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I know we talk all the time about <laughs> our therapists and we're always like, Oh, we need, we, joke <laughs> we need to go to each other's appointments to like make sure that we're not forgetting to bring up like, <laughs> like Mr. Lona, put in your therapy and just make sure you talk about this thing that I think you need to talk about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no it's so good therapy is so important and like I don't know why it's not free to be honest with you well like I know why but also it's just such a necessity and it's it's really it's truly for privileged people yeah yeah you know which is so unfortunate because everyone needs it yeah for sure
0: I think there's such a shift between like our parents generation like you were saying and us it's just like we are all kind of I don't know, waking up and seeing like that things need to change and that mental health is so incredibly important. And we just need to kind of stop this train that we're all on and figure out like, is this the train that I actually want to be on? And I think that's probably why some of the older generation is, you know, frustrated with our generation. (laughs) What's be like, why aren't you just why aren't you just following this path? Like, why aren't yeah. you just going this way? You know,
2: I feel like we all just kind of need to be a little bit more like, let's put ourselves in your yeah. shoes yeah. type, type dialogue, you know, because I, I agree, like you don't like there Change changes happening and people need to change with the times. But also at the same time, I think, you know, everyone just needs to be a little bit more mm-hmm. empathetic and realize that people's views and thoughts and feelings and times are changing. And maybe if we just take the second to be a little bit more patient, <laughs> but to also, you know, recognize like, yeah, things are changing. You, you, you're you allowed to change your views. You don't have to yeah. stay back there. <laughs> but, you know, you can come forward with us. It's okay. But we also have to be, t- yeah. And yeah. you're, but we can be and you're allowed to say too, like, too.
0: I my opinion, yeah, my opinion has changed. I was wrong about how I thought about a certain thing. Yeah. Right. And yeah, a little bit more freedom
2: to kind of be able to say things like that. Absolutely. I think also like accountability for that is like a huge thing too. You know, I think it's, it's more than healthy to recognize like, oh, things have changed. My opinion has changed on this. That's allowed to be a thing. And you're allowed to take accountability. Yeah. It shows growth, growth, right? It shows that
1: yeah, we're not mm-hmm. just stuck in our in our old belief patterns. Where do you see yourself going yeah.
2: from here, sort of like professionally? Um, great question. So f- directly from here, like yeah, what's well, I don't my know. plan like, eventually? Like-, like
1: where do you see yourself kind of
2: growing within this industry or what do you want to do next? I think right now is this really, really cool time for myself personally, because like, I know we just talked about like my self growth and everything, but like professionally, I feel like I've just like had so many opportunities kind of afforded to me in the last little bit here that I'm like, I don't really know where I'd end up in the next couple of years. Like we just kicked off Calgary pride radio and that is just such a really, really cool moment um, in my career because the, you know, the people that I've worked with too, like they're a part of the community and also such great allies and, I don't know, just being able to help on this project has been so freaking amazing and wanting to grow it has been so cool and wanting to, I think, amplify the voice of the LGBT2QS plus community in Calgary specifically. Like, I don't feel like my work here is done. I don't feel like I should be going anywhere in the next little bit because I feel like there's there's so much work to do here. And I want to be a part of that. And I want to like amplify voices and I want to give, you know, a platform to those who don't necessarily have one. Like, I think it's a responsibility too. Like you have a queer person on the radio who's not going to talk about it. No, like this is when we need to talk about the hard things. So yeah, I guess long answer long. I don't know if I would move from here in a minute, but like long, long term, I would love, love to live in LA and yeah, and do a radio show there, but also uh, host TV because TV is actually kind of where I'd love to be. Like that is my that's my jam. I was gonna, gonna ask you about TV. that if you would if you would
0: move that. to TV. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, well well actually when I lived in Vancouver and when I lived in Kelowna, I hosted oh, wow, a TV wow. show. Um yeah, and um and so living here has kind of been the least amount yeah. I've done TV. I do a little bit of CTV primetime every so often when Josie's not doing her digital downloads because she's away or something. I fill in for that. But I'm used to doing TV significantly right. more. I'd love to get uh-huh. back into and that. For, That's something
1: I For the Pride the Radio, time. is it only
2: on iHeartRadio? Mm-hmm. It is on iHeartRadio, so yeah. I believe there's a Spotify stream from Calgary. Oh, okay no, it would be on the I, no, it would be on That's the really I heart cool. Radio. I like, it makes me so happy yeah, to heart see radio. like,
1: you know, kids that are, you know, so like when I was questioning my sexuality, when I was like a preteen, I just didn't have any, any role models or any influence in the media. It wasn't anywhere, like certainly no radio station. And so I just love that there's this like mm-hmm. younger generation that's going to have so much more access and language and acceptance around
2: these things. Absolutely. It's critical. It's, I, you know, uh, to be blunt, Uh, I think it saves lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Not the station in particular, but just, I mean, just having people be open about it and talk about it and feel you have safe spaces, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, the mm-hmm. conversation, exactly. Uh, and is that people... what it's
0: called? Is it called Calgary Pride Radio? Is that how people could find it?
2: Yeah, Calgary Pride Radio on the I Radio app, and it's uh, it goes 24-7. There's, you know, it's really cool. It just, there's a lot of, you know, um, there's just a lot of good <laughs> freaking music <laughs> on it for, it's like. You got your new music, you've got pride classics and anthems and it's just like really badass and I don't know, to be able to also have parts of the community in there, you know, giving giving a little bit of I guess advertisement for lack yeah. of a better word to some communities that wouldn't yeah. get yeah. that. And yeah. now
0: just for Carling to be able to listen to it, are you guys playing Melissa Etheridge on there no. or <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my God, okay. are we getting into this Melissa etheridge thing because I actually can't right There's
1: now. So much.
2: I just need to know Kylie. <laughs> oh my
1: were very limited in the led <laughs> <truth> <laughs> I have access to growing up.
2: okay. okay, like I, I some I, slack, Kylie. Like, I'm not okay. listen I just I just remember you being like, Okay. So I guess for context, we were DMing about this and we were talking about Melissa Etheridge and everything. And like you messaging me being like, okay, I see your point with JoJo. We were talking about how attractive JoJo is. And then you were like, Melissa Etheridge. And then you kind of backpedaled a little bit. It's because I, I Google I Google image searched her and I was like,
1: I'm going to find a really good picture to back up my, and then I was like, oh, wow. Huh. Maybe in my mind,
2: I've built <laughs> up to be something. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't she say, to my window? I'm like the only
0: song she it. knows.
2: <laughs> no.
1: I'm going to make you a playlist. I'm going to send it over to you. Oh, no. no. It's very
0: good. If um, you can set aside like a half an hour for Carling oh. to host uh, you know, a <laughs> Melissa Etheridge, uh, I don't know. Happy
2: hour on the radio. Like, yes. A- yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, super fun fact oh, I God. actually have to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, Please never contact me again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can run that oh, past my, my boss, God. see what he says oh, about it. But- well,
1: I wasn't lucky enough to have like a Tegan and Sarah or like, I don't know, a like hot JoJo. Yeah. Not to yeah. be confused with JoJo Siwa, who was what I <laughs> thought you were talking about.
2: No, no 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 jojo who's like it's just yeah too i know but wasn't that, she like come on when yes. we were
0: like 20 that's just that was not no
2: i was 13 when she yeah, was 13 I think we were, so yeah we, yeah, we me, were a little was, bit older yeah.
1: but um <laughs> so Melissa yeah so i just was. had to jump to Melissa effort <laughs> there was nothing over. in between
2: <laughs> <laughs> i I'm going to go, I'm like literally trying to find an attractive fix- picture of Melissa <laughs> Etheridge right now. <laughs> we, we deep.
0: Google Melissa Etheridge hot question oh, mark. Oh, Lord.
2: <laughs> I just, her head tilt, she does the same head tilt in every picture. Like, I didn't even notice ankle. that.
0: <laughs> she only I has guess. <laughs>
1: I guess. Well, now that this has oh, thoroughly gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, Kylie, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. This was honestly so
2: nice. No, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You guys actually popped oh, my podcast. today Just so you know. <laughs> How exciting. Yes. And now look, now
1: because we're... We're such a big podcast. You're just going to be hounded by Absolutely. all these podcasts asking for you to be on <laughs>
2: it. And hopefully I don't sound too convoluted <laughs> next time. Oh we're like gosh. a super,
1: we're a super rambly podcast. Like yeah, we go yeah. off the rails talking about things all the
2: time. I feel like sometimes I just have like 62 thoughts in my head and then I'm like, did you come together cohesively? I'm not hundred percent sure. Do you talk on the radio? I don't know why you get paid to do this, but I do that are. You are.
0: I'll listen to our podcast like. I listen to our podcast every time they come out and I'm like, I don't remember saying that. Or like, <laughs> did what I say actually made sense yeah. in any way? But okay, sure. But yeah. Well, we're
1: goes. getting some
2: downloads. Yeah. So
1: somebody thinks we're okay.
0: I think so.
2: Well, I think that's the thing. As long as you're having a good time, like your listeners know, like yeah. recognize that. You know yeah, I mean? we're and having fun and around. we're like
1: connecting with really relatable people. And I think that's the takeaway is like, you know, well, I did not sign up for this is such mm. a broad Topic, and sometimes it comes from a place of like literally signing up for something and then having you know wild outcomes or yeah, yeah, big life lessons that you weren't anticipating. So,
2: thank you for taking the time and thank you for asking me to be a part of this. It's really cool, I appreciate Yay. that so much. I know you've got you know lots of people out there you could have chosen. Well, so thank you.
1: Thank well, you. enjoy the rest of your day and we'll talk to
0: you later.
2: Okay,
0: thanks. Bye
1: carling michelle how's it going oh that was so nice that you said my name first um i think because i hit the record button like i just start because i know when to start i'm just
0: trying to be a team player (laughs) (laughs) you know what's so funny is that um we had no stories okay first of all kylie's amazing i know she's the best she's so nice she's so nice and she didn't judge you too harshly for your Melissa Etheridge crush. <laughs> I just love <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. I'm really rethinking this, though. You should probably. I'm really rethinking, rethinking this. it. I think there's a lot of other, like, uh, maybe gay icons that you could have a crush on. Listen, I'm just from, like, saying, like, our a, generation. Yeah, I just
1: didn't have a lot of choices at the time. I suppose.
0: Um, so that was awesome. Yeah, I love chatting with her. What What made me think about my story? Because you said we didn't have any stories in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Was that last night at like 10 o'clock at night, I decided to order a new pillow. Ridiculous. And this morning it was at my door at 8 a.m.
1: It's like, is the pillow factory in this small town? (laughs) I don't know. Ready to go? They just had an extra one. I ordered
0: it off of Amazon. Amazon. And it showed up on my door like twelve hours less than twelve hours later.
1: I think that's a very like American experience. In uh, Canada, yeah. it's only very recently that we can get things same day or yeah. next day.
0: Yeah. No, it was like bam. Like I woke up this morning and I was like, Your pillow has been delivered. I'm like, Yeah, yes, I showed up me. and I was like,
1: um, hello. Yeah. I was expecting
0: this? it to be like in my bed beside me, but I think they should
1: next step if you're listening delivery company come in the house, yeah. unwrap the pillow slowly lift (laughs) michelle's head and put the pillow under her head while she sleeps if we're talking customer service and making improvements
0: if, if you're looking for improvements uh that would definitely be one
1: um oh also it won't be for a few weeks but we just talked to these um two guys we did another interview and one of them works for google and you know what i did i brought my complaint forward from this past week's episode where Michelle's kids asked Google if Santa was real. yeah, And Google really did you dirty.
0: She did me dirty. She did not uh, sugarcoat anything. So
1: I provided that feedback.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. I don't
1: know if it's going to escalate to the right department, but...
0: Uh, we'll see. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll see.
1: Um, but anyway, guys, thank you. Like, honestly, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> like,
0: honestly, guys. If this guys. is the first episode you're
1: <laughs> listening to, if, um, if you've been listening from the beginning...
0: I just can't believe it. I'm in awe that we get to do this and people listen. I know. It's so fun. We're having fun. We love talking to everybody. The stories that we're hearing are so incredible. Yeah. To share it with the world.
1: Yeah. Like, I would love it, if I may be so bold, as to ask for a review. Yes. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, it just... Or even on, like, our Facebook page. Yeah, you Instagram. could write it on our Facebook instagram shoot us a message send us like a telegram <laughs> carrier pigeon Morse code yeah i'm open
0: to all of all the ways of communicating all forms of love
1: maybe not morse
0: code that's yeah, tricky i can't do that one
1: um yeah we draw the line at morse code okay <laughs> so read is review if you don't already check us out on all the social media we're at i did not sign up for this on instagram facebook tiktok if you want more episodes of this kind of stuff um check us out we got all sorts of stuff we do uh all right well let's get on with our day all right okay bye